Hello, everybody, and welcome. To <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to this week's episode of Thoroughly Unqualified. Hey, this week's drunk episode. We're drunk, and we're all together. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We're all here. We quarantined. There's negative tests abound. We're all safe. We're doing the best that we can against this hellish, hellish earth that we call right now. It's our first in-person podcast episode. I haven't seen Nikki or Chris in person in a while. Um, <laughs> you saw me when you moved. We, you saw us. No, 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 no. It's no. been like three, no, no, three no, months, no, 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 no. Also, we're all drunk. So that was the second. Uh, I'd like to start this. Up. I'd like to start this podcast by saying we do not condone alcoholism. We do not condone the abuse of the beverage alcohol. Uh, if you or any of your uh, loved ones have uh, issues related to the abuse uh, uh, or overconsumption of alcoholism, uh, please uh, refer to the link that Nikki will include in the description of this. Uh, no, we can't include a link. No, Nikki will include a link. I can't. Nikki will include. <laughs> Nikki will include a, a a Google search term. Okay, I can do that. That you should use if you or any of your loved ones is in the throes of alcohol abuse. However, we are all drunk. Don't worry. It's like not quite five p.m. on a Saturday, so it's fine. We played two games of Splendor and got drunk during them. Nikki won none of them. Chris won both of them. <laughs> I did. I came in second. In I am a game master. I came in one. I won kind of fakely. You one started of them. the end game and I passed you. It's correct. Chris did better than me at my own game. Which is my fault. It's your game. It's Nikki's game. No, it's my... I own it. <laughs> Alright. So I thought... <laughs> this is going great, guys. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Where's my we thought this was a good the, idea. I don't know why. Where the hell is my beverage? Please give me that. All I right. don't know. You need to do the intro segment. Do you have the question? I do. Give me goddamn... <laughs> okay. Give me a okay. fucking minute. Well, um, we should go around and say what we're drinking. You're right. You're right. Chris, what are you drinking? That, that will come up in a minute. But I am drinking an Irish whiskey called Redbreast on the rocks. I'm drinking another Irish whiskey that... I. Irish wristwatch, Irish wristwatch, Irish wristwatch. I'm drinking an Irish whiskey. An Irish wristwatch. That's a common tongue twister for those of you in the theatrical bent. Um, I'm drinking uh, uh, Jameson, which you all know what it is. I'm drinking it straight because I'm not a little bitch boy like Chris. I am drinking white wine. It is called Sea Glass. It is a Sauvignon Blanc. It is from Santa Barbara County, which, for those of you who don't know, is in California. It's terrible. And I have drank it's approximately. Not good. Uh, five sixths of the bottle at this point. Yeah, if we're doing this, I've had I don't know nine shots worth of whiskey. Yeah, I've had the rest of whatever was left yeah. of mine. <laughs> so we're all we're all up in there. This isn't like we're tipsy and pretending to be drunk. We're all like, yeah, we're we're pretty intoxicated. We had some very serious conversations while we were. We did. We actually did. It we was talked nice. about fertility we and talked marriage. About marriage. We talked about ex-boyfriends and girlfriends. We talked about children. What else did we talk about? Uh, Old McDigberg. <laughs> oh, Old McDigberg, who is our made-up character, who has a, a stein full of mead. In case Old you were wondering. had a stein. It, it was, was full of mead. mead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I just want to hold on. I just want to apologize to everyone out there. No, I'm gonna put a disclaimer when I'm editing this. When I'm, I'm gonna so say, but I'm still gonna apologize. This is terrible, and I'm so sorry. I'm like, I feel bad for Nikki, who's gonna edit this. Just have to take out all of this garbage. No, I'm gonna think it's hilarious. Okay, well, we'll we'll find out. I'm gonna yeah. think it's hilarious. What was that supposed to be? <laughs> and also, I hate it. All right. <laughs> Let's do our first okay. segment. Our first segment, of course, is a continuation of our previous uh, first segment, which is the uh, first eight questions you would ask that we're going to talk about as a, a round table of sorts, like a Camelot, like a King Arthur, Lancelot, Sir Gawain, Sir Galavad, you know, all of those. First uh, we're talk eight about them. questions, that is, because it sounded like Jeff said first eight questions. No, there might be more than eight. There might be fewer. We don't know. We might... I have... Whatever 100 minus 19 is, that's how many I have available to me. 81 for those. <laughs> Thank two. you, Chris. The square really root hard. of 81, by the way, is 9. nine <laughs> the square root of 9 is 3. The square root of 3 is, I don't know, 1.2 or something. Um, <laughs> More than that. 1.6 or something. We're going to move right, on. Ask a question. Question. Gin, vodka, or tequila? Tequila! Can I choose none? No, you have to choose one of those, you idiot. Out of those, vodka. Whiskey. Uh, what drinks you, you choose? choose one, one of those? One of them. I don't make choose rules. one of the three. I don't, I don't. You, you literally choose just told three. me a rule. Vodka. Uh, what oh, drives you to disgusting. do what you do? What motivates you? Money. <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> you know that's true because she's drunk. She's a she's a, she's a harlot for cash. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, what motivates me to do what I do is are we talking about like professionally? Do what do do. Professionally. <laughs> I don't know. The question is as I'm Professionally, it. what motivates me is that um, I very much enjoy my job. It's a very good outlet for creativity, and I like being in charge of people. Also, money. <laughs> you sounded like a third grader. Outlet for people. <laughs> <laughs> what motivates me in life is just... Um, you don't have to lean in. The mic can be... <laughs> making other people happy. You might have to lead in with the right camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the waveform. We want to be I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it like it's a camera. I'm like, okay. hello, everybody. Hold on, hold on. No, that was loud. That was loud. so. We're, we want see this arrow right here where it's between the green and the yellow. That's where you want it to be. Okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. So Nikki, we got it. 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 Okay, shut up. All right, answer the question, Chris. What? <laughs> what drives you to do what you do? What motivates you? motivates me um i think there's a couple of factors one i want to do something that i actually enjoy i've gotten out of two jobs that i've hated before because i've just felt stuck and i didn't like doing them and i think that's a big part of this i want to be doing something that i actually enjoy doing um and to be totally honest there's another thing is like i want mom and dad to be proud of me i've always felt like i wanted people i know to be oh no oh no we've entered this stage i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just lie. So no, he's nice. right. He's right. Yeah. No, but he's right because that's also true, and I'm sure yeah. it's true for Nikki too. Yeah. Because like all my life, I'm just like I know they're like they're proud of us. They're good people. They're proud of us. They're, they're proud. proud of us. They'd, they'd be proud of us if we were, you know, homeless. Uh, probably not. Well, no, <laughs> as long as we were like reasonably, they'd love us. They no, wouldn't be. They would love us. You're right. You're right. But as long as we were like reasonably successful in our fields and like seemed happy and whatever, like they'd be proud of us. But like we're like no, we wanna we wanna like be better than them because that's how you really are proud of you. You gotta be you gotta you gotta be better than your parents in order to be better than them. Well, we've already like we've already passed all these like uh, statistics 
Like, we're three kids. We've all graduated from college. We all are successfully, gainfully employed. Like, we all... Essentially, we're better than any of you. (laughs) No. No, we're not saying that. But, like, statistically, that's still unlikely. It's it's pretty rude. That if you have three kids who are all college-educated, graduated, and full-time employed, and... Nope. And or living by themselves minus right. Jeff. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm probably going to buy a house. He's going to be the first one to buy a house. It's true. It's true. But he's going to buy a house in a freaking rural Vermont. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Semi-rural. <laughs> I mean, I want to buy a house too, but also I want to live where I live and it's a bajillion dollars to buy a house. But here's the thing. I work remotely because I sell cabinets for a living. If, hey, if you need cabinets, uh, email jhalen at cabinetauthority.com and I will make sure to give you a good deal. Hey, 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 stop flicking me. They're flicking me. Hey, audience, they're flicking me. Call the police. All right. Um, What's the next question? Okay, the next question is... Uh, no, I want Jeff, to... Make, you, Jeff, I you didn't answer it. Oh, yeah, Jeff, you got to oh, answer it. Oh, what's your name? What you, what motivates you? Um, I have found, in the course eggs. of my life... Eggs. Eggs, eggs is top, top three. Um, in the jobs I've had in the past... So, so... I, I don't know how deeply I've gone into this. Stop it. Uh, I don't know how deeply I've gone into it. So I worked in politics in Texas for a while, and if any of my Texas politics friends are listening, hey, thanks for listening. Um, but I wasn't really happy in it. I was satisfied, because I was doing a job that I felt was making a difference and felt was making a change, and, and it felt good. But at the same time, I was working long hours. I was unhappy in my personal life. And you had an M&M bucket. What? You had an M&M bucket. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Remember you told us about the anti-vaxxers who were coming? Put yes! Okay, okay. Tangent, tangent. Uh, in our office, we worked in an office the size of a shoebox with like nine people in it. Um, and I worked in the Texas State Capitol, which for those of you who don't know is... You might a, have told us on the pod. A, I'm going to tell us again. Okay. You can edit it out. I don't care. Um, it's, it's a hive of, of mess. Um, and every Friday afternoon, uh, the, the local... Uh, vaccine anti-vax group i believe it's called texans for vaccine choice uh google them on facebook and just 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 kill them because they're the worst don't like kill them literally yes don't kill them literally (laughs) that's uh, called violence i don't want that i don't want them to be killed i want them to get vaccinated so go vaccinate them um Mm. but they'd come in sleep or whenever um they'd come in uh, with their grubby little children who had the wall had measles um and they'd just be like hey you have this nice, lovely jar full of M&Ms for guests. Let's just shove our full hands in there. Oh, it was a jar, uh, not a bucket. It was a jar. I mean, yeah, we didn't have just a pail out. <laughs> uh, it was a bucket. I uh, a, a bucket jar. It was, a, it was actually a jar shaped like the dome of the state capitol. It was a very classy jar. Oh. Um, but the kids would take the lid off of it, and they'd set the lid down, and then they would scoop their grubby little measles polio hands in there, and they'd go <laughs> on the M&M's. And the parents would be like, okay, that's enough, Braxton, or whatever the hell people name their kids these days. Um, and we'd be like, okay. So we had to stop putting out the M&M's, because we were like, we don't want to get rubella, pertussis, polio. And if you think I'm exaggerating, by the way, there was an outbreak of pertussis that was traced to the state capitol. Because people weren't vaccinated, and they came into lobbyists against vaccination laws. The story laws. is too long. I'm done. <laughs> Get vaccinated, and then go to bed. Uh, next question. <laughs> oh, what drives me to do what I do? Uh, the, the idea of being self-sufficient and independent in my life. Uh, next question. In your opinion... Wait. Drink. Oh, you're right. Don't edit this out. This is real. <laughs> 
God, mom and dad are upstairs. They're going to be so disappointed. Um, In your opinion, what is the best Disney movie to come out since Disney's Golden Age? The Lion what a, King. What, that's no, that's the Golden Age. That's Golden Age. That's Golden Age. Golden, Golden Age. I'd say up to two thousand three. So not like the classic like near Lion Kings and Little Mermaids. Like since then. Oh no. Um, are we counting Marvel movies? No. I mean, are yes, we the, counting yes, Pixar they're owned by yes, yes, they're Disney owned by Pixar Disney. Disney, 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 Pixar, Disney. or Disney is fine. Oh no. Like like a more three dimensional Disney movie. Um, I haven't seen a lot. Is Inside Out Disney? Yes. It's Pixar. I don't know if it's Disney. We'll give it to you. I'm assuming most Pixar things are, most of them are There's Disney. probably one that's... You oh, have Steve Jobs involved in Pixar? Up. Oh, Up, up. is, yeah, Up's probably the correct up's answer. Up's a good answer. Up made me... Oh, also Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4, Coco. Not the newest Coco one. Coco is also... Inside Out is quite Coco. good. I, I'd probably yeah. give Up over Inside Out. I would yeah. do Up or Coco. Tangled is also good. Frozen is also good. Didn't watch either of those. I like you didn't see Frozen. I, I watched Frozen I... on my first date with someone. Her first name was Cat, or it was Katie at the time. But she goes by Cat now. Uh, if you're listening, Cat, nice, good to hear. From I you. watched it with mom on a plane. That's about this. <laughs> that's the same level of emotional experience we're talking. So that sounds about right. Um, I watched Coco's with Co- Coco's. Coco's. I watched Coco with. My roommate at his former apartment. I want to watch Coco. At like 8 o'clock in the morning after a night of heavy drinking. And it was fantastic. We should watch Coco. Yeah. I want to. I think Up Up, might be marginally better. I think it's close. I think Up up might be. Just super good. And and Toy Story 4 just like hit me. It hit me in all the fields because like I grew up with that shit. When Toy Story 4 came out, I think I was in college or maybe but for the first toy story came out like the year or was born or something yeah yeah yeah. chris when did the first toy story but it's like andy was like going to college and i was in college and i was like oh my god i am andy and i'm an adult and i was i just want to 1995 i just want to point out chris typed in when did the the first toy story hey i wasn't looking at my keyboard and i made one typo you did a great job i did one typo and google knows what i'm doing november 22nd 1995 that was Almost a year before I was born, and it was less than three years after Chris was born. I was five. It was barely two years. Hey, what's everyone's born. birthday? We should say that so people know what the hell we're talking about. August 20th, 1990. October 7th, 1993. October 8th, 1996. Chris and I are three years and one day apart. It was, was always one day and ten minutes. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was always annoying because mom and dad would be like, "Hey, let's have a birthday dinner for the two of them," and Chris would always get to choose. No, you always had separate birthday parties. Though. We had birthday parties, but it birthday didn't like a fa- the family, which was fine. I and mean, we mostly like the same food, so it was fine. Um, and mostly, I don't resent them for that, but also I do. Um, well, we also like dad's birthday. My birthday is the end of August. Dad's birthday is the end of September. And then both of you are the beginning of October. So we were always all And mom's birthday is April 11th. By herself. What the hell are we supposed to do with that? She's our our half birthday almost. Yeah, Yeah, but it's all annoying. It's so annoying because mom's birthday is in April. Then mother's day is in May. So I'm like, God damn it. I have to think of two presents. At least dad's birthday and and father's day have like a solid like three months different. Wait, June? September and June. It's like three and a half ish months. Anyways. Next question. We're Next question. This, is this gonna be podcast like a three is going to be three hours yeah, long. It's going to be a very long podcast. Um, and we all know the answer that we've talked about that before. Uh, oh, what did you love most about the place you grew up? What about it did you love the least? Or I guess hate is the way to say that. Okay, so Newtown, Connecticut. Um, it's super white, which mm. 
I didn't mind growing up because I didn't know anything different, but now it's like I wish I had had more diversity. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I agree uh, with that. In kind of friendships and whatever. So it's, it's just all white people. I had like two black people in my. I had. I don't think I had any. I don't think I had any black. People I was friends with like one black person in high school. Yeah. And that, and he was half black technically. So that racial, sucks. So. Aiden, Aiden, if you're listening, more, you're a great guy, and one, I want to talk to you more. more. Let's <laughs> reach out. Maybe one. Yeah. Know. It was not a, not a large number. But yeah, not very diverse. We're in Fairfield County, Fairfield County Connecticut, Easy which is like the most white county in the, the United States, essentially. A lot of money, a lot of white people. A lot of money, it's a lot of white people. Um, we have Bridgeport, which is where all the black people are. Yeah. New Haven. Well, New, Haven's not, New Haven is in New Haven County, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> But good things about growing up in Newtown, um, it's just like kind of like idyllic, like farm country, New England. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's very safe. Mm-hmm. Well, pre, we'll get to that. Um, you know, we played in the woods all we the did. time growing up. Like we just like play in the woods. We play all over our street. Like it was fine. Like we never got hit by cars. <laughs> like we thought about we played it. in the woods. We just had a lot of nature. We had a lot of outdoor time growing up. Um, we could we could walk many places. We used to walk down to. We have like a general store. Like it's very like. Oh my god. Like if you imagine like um, the scene, like the scene design of Gilmore Girls, which is mm. in Stars mm. Hollow, Connecticut, which is fake, but it, it basically might as well looks be based like our here. main street. Yeah. Like that's basically what it looks like. Like it's actually, just a I think beautiful... that might be a true fact. Like I think it might actually be based on here. It's yeah. It, if not, also it's Scrabble was invented here. Scrabble was invented here. It's just a very like idyllic New England town. We have a, like a main street. We have a flagpole in the middle of our main street. Which someone crashes into about three. It's actually years. a traffic it's hazard. It's very yeah, bad. It's pretty bad. It's but a it, mess. It marked the original center of our town, which is no longer the center. We are the biggest town in Connecticut by land, but not by population. There's a lot of farms. Also by forest. There's cover. a lot of cows. We have the best oh, ice cream. We have one of the best ice cream places we have in the country. Two of the best. Two of the best ice cream places. Yeah. One of them's ranked. One of them's the yeah. other one's also just really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ferris Acres Creamery. Shout out. Also, Holy Cow Ice Cream Shop, which we all just called the Ice Cream Shop because it, it used to be called the Ice Cream Shop. It's also very good. It's but Ferris good. Acres Creamery, if you're ever in town, it's. Also, Kara Luzzi's Pizza, which is not the place we order our pizza from, even though it's, like, one of the best pizza places in the country. Yeah. Uh, I will fight people on this. Connecticut pizza is better than New York pizza. Chicago pizza isn't pizza. It's a casserole in a crust. Um, <sighs> it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's delicious, but it's not pizza. Um, we have some good pizza But here. Connecticut pizza it's is... It's better than Boston pizza. Yeah. Well, New Boston, New Boston New pizza is like, here's a piece of pizza. bread with some pasta sauce and... <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what pizza is. No, but it's like bad. Um, but in Connecticut, it's great. But yeah, I mean, it was a great place to grow yes. up. In general, great place to grow up. Good schools. Yeah, good. really good schools, really good writing really good programs. Yeah, we really all like, three had the same third grade teacher, Mrs. Quayley. Mrs. Quayley, if you're listening, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is she uh, alive? I think so. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. She was alive when she was 80 when she taught you. She was 80 when she taught me, so I'm pretty sure she's immortal. She's still 80. Yeah. She was probably like 40 yeah. when she taught you. But it was like, no, she was definitely no. 80. But in general, it was like good schools, good yeah. like physical education programs, good drama programs. I was physical education. Physical physical education. Physical I don't know. I was good sports, sports. programs. That's sure. what I was going for. And I I mean, I was in color garden. Hey, you were nationally hey, ranked. The, in yeah. last New, year, Newtown baseball won New England regionals, and in twenty nineteen, and in twenty nineteen, Newtown high school football won the state championships, yes, which 
the the winning cat touchdown catch was by Riley Ward, who used to live across the street. All three of us babysat him at one point. <laughs> yep. We all played catch with him. Yep. Ergo, we won the New Town State Championships. And it was on the anniversary, on the anniversary of the, the yep. shooting. Which I will get into. So one of the one of the predominant things about where we grew up was that the Sandy Hook uh, shooting in 2012, on December 14th, 2012, happened here. Um, I was a junior in high school. Nikki and Chris were both uh, in or just out of college. Yep. Um, Studying for finals. Yep. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was and is an incredibly difficult thing to reconcile uh, or, and reckon with. And it's um, still very present here, right? Like a lot of the world has forgotten about it, but it's it's a small town, like any small town. Like no one's ever going to forget it. It's right. very ever present here. Uh, every time I come back home, I you know I kind of get chills. Like yeah. it's. It's very strange. Because every now and then there's a news article or something yeah. about like, oh, it's been five years. What's it like? It's been it's been eight years now. Um, yeah. We're coming up on eight years. Um, you know, and, and uh, I wasn't super close with the the Wheeler family before the one of the the families that was directly affected. Um, but since then, they've become quite similar. And and I used to uh, I was in choir in church choir growing up, and uh, Ben Wheeler, who was one of the kids who was killed. Um, was also there, and I would also, you know, help him do his math homework during during the sermons or whatever, you know, in in choir. And so that was a uh, impossible thing to reckon with as a junior in high school. I was in, I was in lockdown, you know, during during the things. I, I remember I was the one that told Nikki because um, I called her right after we got out of lockdown, and I called her and said, "Have you looked at the news today?" And she said, "No." And she would, you were in a good mood for whatever reason. Well, I remember was... I was coming out of I was on my way to work. I had been at an event that morning. Um, so I went to a, a program after I graduated college called Startup Institute, which basically trained you to, like, work in startups. Um, and I had already, like, gone through the program and had a job and everything, but I was attending the, like, graduation ceremony of the next class of Startup Institute. So I was there that morning. I was literally standing at the bus stop waiting for the bus to take me to work when Jeff called me. Jeff never called me. Yeah, that's, it pretty much has only happened, like, twice in our lives. Yeah. And Jeff called me, and I was like, what is going on? So I answered it, of course, and I was like, what's going on? He was like, Nikki, you have to call mom. I can't get a hold of her. I'm safe, but we don't know what's going on. We're in lockdown. And, of course, I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like, when you grow up in a place like this, you never expect something like this to happen in your hometown. And that's what, like, kills me. And I feel like this is why, like gun control and things like this are so important and people don't realize this is like if it doesn't affect a community like yours you're never gonna understand and it's like we grew up in like the most like it just seemed like the most safe untouchable idyllic place to grow up and also like nobody thinks about connecticut yeah like nobody cares about it you know it's national politics it outside of new york yeah. city you know like you don't think about this but when it happens in your community it's like these are people i know these are people, like, this is an elementary school that I didn't go to, but, like, many of my friends did. Like, it's... It's the biggest... So, our town has four elementary schools. Yeah. Sandy Hook is and was by far the biggest. Yeah. Um, we all went to Holly. Shout out Holly Elementary. Um, yeah, so when Jeff called me and, like... And I'm glad he did because, honestly, I would have opened Twitter when I was on the bus and I would have seen shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, and I would have assumed high school, which Jeff was in at that point, and I would have freaked out. So, I mean, this is a very serious topic for the drunk episode, but I'm glad we're talking about it because we haven't yet, and, you know, like, this is why gun control is so important. This kid, the shooter, 
He was in high school with me. He used yep. to walk by me in the morning. He every was on our bus. Day. He was on our bus. Yeah. In the morning, he was the year above me. I mean, I remember we used to work in the movie theater. He used to come in and play DDR. Yep. And he was DDR guy. There's DDR DDR guy and DDR girl. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, it's him. And then you you see that it's him, and you're like. And we called him Turtle Boy because he always wore the same green shirt. Green turtle. He wore. Yep. Yeah, he wore khaki pants that were too short for him, and he carried a suitcase, which we thought was very strange. Um. But he would walk by me every single morning. I think he was a freshman when I was a senior. Or he was, junior, the, he was the year above me. Yeah. So he would be a sophomore. Makes sense. He was a sophomore when I was a senior. Yep. Um, but it's crazy. It's like you see this kid every single morning and he would polish his shoes. I remember he would leave scuff marks on the floor and we'd be like, oh, that kid polishes his shoes. And we thought that was so weird. But it's like now I wonder, I'm like, what if I just like said hi to him one day? Like, hey, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? It, like, kills me to think about that because it's, like, maybe I could have stopped that. It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault, and I know that, and I've, like, reconciled with that, but, like, of course it killed me at the beginning. Um, But, like, you're in high school, you you have your friends, you don't really care about anybody else, you know? It's just, like, how it is in high school. High school, you are pretty much terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, this kid, I he used to walk by me every single day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he went and did that, and now everyone knows who he is. And, and for the record, he crazy. killed twenty kindergartners and first graders and six adults. Yeah. Um, you know, including and, his mother. Including his well, seven adults, including his mother. Yeah. Um, and eight, if you include yeah. himself. And there's yeah, and it also directed like there's one of the adults killed was someone in my grade's mom. Mm-hmm. She was the principal. Um. And it's like stuff like that. It's like it's sort of like its impact is so much further reaching, yep. like than you than you realize. And and just because even even among our audience, which I know is mostly like minded and, and and with us on these things, in case this ever reaches any sort of national attention or anything, um, which who knows, um, you know, we all we all support gun control. We all support gun control. We all support uh, you know, say common sense safety measures with guns because the. Oh my! The uh, gun that was used, or the, the firearms that were used in the in the shooting, were both owned by the the gunman's mother, who he killed and then stole from. Um, obviously, that's the thing that the gunman had numerous mental health issues that should have made him a, a, a firm negative on ownership or use of a gun. But his mother still took him to the firing range. Um, just, yeah, just don't. Also, they were military-grade weapons. They were military-grade weapons. and Which no civilian should own for any reason. Like, yeah. maybe if you want to shoot them, keep them at the gun range. Or just don't. Because, okay. Because your penis is big enough. I promise. <laughs> um, you know, it's fine. You'll, you'll be okay. And that's what I mean. It's like, until you're directly affected by it, you're not going to understand. But it's right. like, it happens in the place you grew up, in the place that you thought was the safest place in the entire world. And now you're like, shit. This stuff can happen literally anywhere. Anyway, so to get back to the the, the point of the question, yeah. um, which did I love the least? I don't love I don't love that the least about you know. Obviously, that was a, a distinct rough patch in growing up, and it's still something I reckon with every day. The thing I love the least is when people say, "Where are you from?" And I either have to choose between, "Oh, I'm about to have a long and difficult conversation," or I have to say, "I'm from Connecticut," which is true. But it doesn't really explain where I'm from. Well, that's a sad thing. I feel like I can say I'm from Newtown now, and people don't even remember. 
I just remember because it was my junior year. The, the the shooting was my junior was. year of, of high school, mm-hmm. and I, so that was right when I was going on college tours. Um, and that happened in December. Um, and most of my college tours were in that spring. Um, and I remember we toured. I believe it was Vanderbilt. Uh, I ended up going to Emory. Shout out to Emory University. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we was touring Vanderbilt uh, University or college or whatever the hell it is. Um, University. Sure. Um, and there was a uh, uh, mother and a son from. I think Fairfield, Connecticut, somewhere nearby. Um, and the, the tour guide, not knowing anything, was just like, hey, where are you all from? Name your, your, your state and town, because we're all over the country. There's California and Wyoming, I think, was there. Um, and I just said, Connecticut. And she said, oh, what town? I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm from Newtown. And I just remember the, the mom locking eyes with my mom, who was next to me at the time. Uh, our mom. And uh, later, after the tour was ended, and by the way, Vanderbilt, stop it. Stop whatever you're doing. Stop it. Um, but the, uh, the tour ended, and the mom came over, and she's like, I am so sorry. I feel so much for you. Um, you know, all these things. And Fairfield is like two towns over from us. It's, yeah, it's, it's close to us. Yep. Um, it's the name of our county. Um, and, uh, uh, and I just remember feeling that, that solidarity. And then I remember the other thing was we went to tour Emory, which is my alma mater, the college I ended up going to, and we stayed at some random hotel, you know, a mile away, and there was a uh, uh, concierge or clerk named Gennaro, mm-hmm. and we told him where we were from and what we were doing in, in Atlanta, um, and he just went, he put his hand over his heart, and you could see his eyes start to tear up, and he said, I am a father, and I am so sorry for everything that's happened to you. And I just remember that one moment probably had more to do with me going to Emory than anything else I saw on campus. Um, so, Gennaro, if you ever hear this, you have remained in my thoughts for a long time, and you've been an incredibly important part of my life. And we ended up giving him a one of the with the green and white ribbons that we wore all the time back then, uh, which were the, the Sandy Hook colors. Um, so, good on you, Gennaro, and uh, keep it up. Keep being a good dude. Let's drink to our yeah. 27 angels. Indeed. We will remember this always. And remember you always. Now that was sadder than we really intended (laughs) to get, but that's what the questions bring. I think let's, instead of giving advice this episode, let's just continue answering those questions. Because I think it's um, more entertaining and... We've already killed like half an hour, so also we're just just so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's get back to happy thoughts. All right, I mean, not that, that, was that wasn't important. About. It's very important, and I'm glad right. we talked about it because we haven't yet, and it's very important to all of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being from where we're from. Yeah. Um, and also, just besides that, like it's very important to talk about. Yeah. But. Yeah. And Gennaro, Gennaro, genuinely, if you ever hear this, you work at a, I think a Holiday Inn in Druid Hills. <laughs> you have made a huge impact Im- impact on my life. And you should hear this. If anyone knows someone named Gennaro who works at a hotel in Druid Hills, Georgia, tell him to listen to this. Because he's made huge... <laughs> I remember he said, I was touring Emory University, and he said to me, oh, we're looking at the next president of the United States. I don't want to be president, Gennaro, but that that meant a lot to me. And it, 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 the esteem you held that university and made me realize that that's the place that I wanted to go. Also, uh, if you're from Newtown and you're listening to this, like, yes. I, I'm sure you have the same feelings and, like... I just want you to know, like, you're not alone. Like, we're here. If you ever want to talk about it, even if you're not super close to one of us, like, reach out. Like, we're all friendly people. We're not going to be like, go away. Like, we want to talk about this. Like, <laughs> Chris might say go away, but you can talk to me or Nikki. And we'll be 
Chris won't tell you to go away. No, he won't. I won't. Um, he just might not respond. To I me. might. I might tell you to go to Nick. Yeah. We we all care immensely, and this is very important to all of us, and we want to make sure everyone has a place to go to talk and, about and, these things. And it's important to say, Chris and Nikki both live in the Boston area, and I'm planning on moving. I currently live at home. I lived in Texas and Georgia um, for a few years, but I'm planning on moving out of state uh, pretty soon. But, like, this very definitively is our home. Yeah. Um, it's where we all spent all of our formative years. I mean, Nikki and Chris both had some memories of our, of our house in a couple towns over. Bethel. Yeah. Um, which I we moved when I was like three One. months old. Was, we so moved when I was like, eight. Yeah. Yeah. You were two. Yeah, right. two. But I have I have no memories of this house. So this this, this town is everything that I've ever before known. I went to kindergarten. We literally moved the day after my eighth birthday. Yeah. So so this town is everything I've ever known, and it's most of what the other two have yeah. ever known. It's uh, where we grew up. It's yeah. what I can say. It's my hometown. It's okay. where we locked ourselves in the shed. Um, <laughs> and so, except Chris. Uh, so, so this I was probably playing baseball. Yes. All right. Let's do another question. Anyway, anyway, questions. Questions. What, anyway. <laughs> What is your most bizarre talent? Also, drink. I. Um. So, one thing I'm really good at is identifying colors. So, (laughs) I just I have this like memory of when we were a lot younger. I was probably ten, maybe twelve. I don't know. Remember we had. We in our be- we were painting our bedrooms, mm-hmm. and I had this like I was obsessed with tigers, like obsessed. It's true. So, so I had this like tiger, um, like jungle cat wallpaper border that we were gonna put in my room, and we yeah, it actually looked kind of good. That's the unfortunate yeah. thing about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we needed a color to paint the walls that like match this wallpaper border. So mom, like, we were in the paint store, and I was with mom, and. We were looking at the um, wallpaper border. And she's like, okay, maybe one of the greens in this. And I just, like, looked at the wallpaper border, looked at this ginormous wall of paint swatches. You know, maybe 11, 12 years old. Just walked over. This one picked a a swatch of paint. It was the perfect match. And then mom was like, what the heck? So she was like, okay, here's the one that we're going to do in the boys' room. And it was, like, a Mets baseball team wallpaper border. She's like, okay, we want to do, like, the blue that's in this. Again, looked at it, immediately went over to the swatch of, of, swatch of paint wall and just, like, picked out the perfect color. By the way, remember when the Mets were a good baseball team? <laughs> Honestly, they might be better now than they were. Probably yeah. true, but they were yeah. rougher they're a couple still, decades they're, than they're, they're still the Mets. There was a, there was a subway but series when I was in elementary school, two, I remember. In 2000s. Yeah. We used That's to be huge Mets fans in this house, and now we don't care about them. So our dad, it is, was our dad is a big Mets a fan. A big, a big part of it was we didn't get any of the Boston sports networks growing up, and primarily it was like our dad did not like the Yankees. We all hated New the York Yankees sports from teams birth. In general. We were just yeah. that was yeah. pounded into our skulls. Yes. you hate the Yankees. Yes. So <laughs> and we so we but we didn't get the Red Sox, Which so we couldn't of, do that. It's kind of rare around because a lot of Yankees. We're in Yankee, fans. We're in Yankee yeah. territory. We are absolutely yeah. in Yankee territory. But my dad did not because he was born in St. Louis and then grew up in like Central Connecticut, and for whatever and that turned him into a not Yankees fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Yankees suck. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, that's why, honestly, I feel like I'm a Red Sox fan because I wanted to be a rebel when I was in elementary school and everyone mm. was a Yankees fan, so I was like, I'm going to root for the yeah, Red Sox. For the, for the record, for, for people who don't know, like, probably about 70, 30 Yankees to Red Sox fans, right? Like, there were some so. Red Sox fans. Yeah. I remember Greg Hennessy was one of my, like, frenemies during grade school. 
uh, Greg Hennessy, if you're listening to this, I'm surprised that you're listening to this, but thank you. Um, and uh, uh, I remember he was a big Red Sox fan, and we were we were close in grade school, so that was something. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear you talk. Um, the uh, uh, that's remarkable because you spend most of your life talking. See, I feel like that used to be true, but now I'm pretty content to just be by myself. It's because I got all the attention that I needed until I was like 16, and then I was like, all right, I just fucking leave me alone. Yeah, but as soon um, as you're with other people, you still talk constantly. Yeah, but that's just because I'm deeply insecure. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, by the way, everyone, there's no video to this. One day we'll probably do video podcasts, but not today. Um, I'm looking at the piece of paper that has, has all the questions on them, and I, I don't know why. <laughs> you just can't read them. <laughs> oh, God, it's fallen. Um, uh, this is going great. This is going great. By the way, we're at, our, we're at 36 minutes of recording. Uh, we've gotten through, like, four questions. <laughs> funny. It's a little funny. It's funny. Um, it's not that funny. What were you talking about? The Mets. Oh, the Mets. Uh, we're all Red Sox fans now. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, oh, but since we're talking about color coordination, when Chris left for college, Chris and I shared a room all the way through until Chris went to college. Um, so from when I was born until when Chris was 18 or so. Um, so until I was around 15. So we, we grew up sharing a room, and we were used to that. And I think that's by a part of why both of both of us are uh, deeply private individuals now <laughs> who, who don't care to share spaces with people. Um, uh, and I think we were okay roommates as things go. But, you know. Hi, all. Editing Nikki here. It's going to seem like there's kind of a weird gap this moment because Chris uh, choked and threw up a little bit after taking a down the wrong pipe sip of Jameson um so it's gonna seem like kind of disjointed at this moment because we cut out the part of the podcast of him choking and then also us talking about it because you don't want to hear that trust me anyway enjoy the rest of the podcast and I'm sorry so Chris just threw up which is surprising because he probably has among the highest tolerance of any of us um he threw up <laughs> I was in the bathroom. Nikki was I in the bathroom. This whole thing. I have to pee so bad, but I'm gonna just go ahead. I can, no, I no, 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 I'm gonna work through it. But anyway, I, I just want to. This has to be stated for the record. We didn't want to play the audio of Chris throwing up because that's gross, and I hate it when people do that. Uh, but we wanted to make it clear that Chris is the one that threw up first, <laughs> and he is a little whiny baby boy. <laughs> um, what were you guys talking about? We were talking about being roommates growing up. Oh, okay. Um, and how it was. It was mostly fine. Um, we had a handful That's of issues here. Sure you talk about it. We can, we yeah. can skip through. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so Chris and I, just getting back into it, Chris and I shared the, the bunk beds growing up. Uh, I was always the bottom bunk. He was the top bunk, which was fine by me because climbing, who wants to do that? Who wants to climb first and last thing in the morning and night? No, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm a bajillion. But we mostly get along well. Anyway, the second Chris uh, moved out for college, uh, I was like, let's repaint this room because I am not a Mets fan, and that is what is decorating our room right now. And so I selected a sort of uh, mid, mid-range mid cyan color, you know, a, a, a kind of a bright blue. And my mom was like, how dare you? This color is so dark, you'll die. And I was like, it's not. It's fine. We'll put white trim on there. It'll be a-okay. And she was like, you will literally die. <laughs> 
your children will be impotent. <laughs> you will die. Said, uh... That is what she implied. She <laughs> said you're an idiot, but we're going along with this solely because you want to. And by the way, that room looks top notch now. Mm. At least the walls do. I mean, I've, I'm. It's I'm the only not... room in this house that hasn't been redone. <laughs> it's correct, but it's because it's the only room in the house that doesn't have to be redone. All the carpet needs to be taken. No, the carpet needs to be taken out. The carpet's gross. <laughs> I will fully admit to that. That carpet is older than I am, and it has seen its fair shares of messes. But uh, let me try that again. Uh, the carpet is older than I am, but it has seen its fair share of messes. Uh, but it is. Uh, uh, it needs to be gone. But the rest of it's fine. The walls are fine. The trim's fine. Everything's fine. I chose good colors. Alright. I'm going to pick a question now. I think he's going to pick a question now. I think this one very, very much relates to the topic of our podcast. And Chris is still... Also, thank God there was a waste paper basket <laughs> like two feet from Chris. <laughs> because we don't okay? plan for that. Yes, I'm completely... That was literally right, a Chris is booting around. I am completely right. Chris, Chris has that was All right. really. I, um, I just okay. I I don't want to make Chris seem like a whiny little baby boy, even though he is. Fine. Bad. He's, He's fine. fine. He just had a moment. We all have moments sometimes. Like I'm not gonna throw up. Nikki, you're gonna throw up. Uh-uh. All right. Question number forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> what is the number one thing in your life that you are not doing that you wish you were? Oh God! Why you gotta make me be this introspective at this Play time? Play a musical instrument. Chris, okay, this pisses me off about Chris. So, Chris has has either perfect pitch or very good relative pitch, which amount to the same thing. He has thing. a lot of musical talent. Yeah, Chris has has a great deal of musical talent. In an abyss of yeah. waste right yeah. now. And she grew up, he took piano lessons, we all took piano lessons. And he guitar. Took, he took guitar lessons, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, but I was the one that ended up being musically interested. I was, I sang in choirs forever. I sang in choirs from when I was about 11 years old till the end of college. I wish I could do it now, but there's a pandemic. There's a pandemic. There's a pandemic. pandemic. And that makes it kind of impossible to sing because singing is the worst thing you can do when there's an airborne virus propelled by the, the molecules. Air. <laughs> Liquid molecules. Um, and so I, I don't think I am particularly naturally talented in music. I have learned a lot and I'm capable but Chris can just be, play things by ear. He can he can do a good job, and he doesn't do it, and it makes me want to stab him in the face with a knife. So I want him to pick up an instrument. In- I want him to pick up an instrument. I want him to pick up. A- <laughs> it's easy for you to say. I want. It's not easy for me to say either. I want him to pick up an instrument. An instrument. Any instrument. An instrument. He's also a pretty good singer. I think he could be an excellent singer given the training. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> and, who, and who are you? He's better than the other two of us. Yes, but Nikki, that's not oh, say much. Well, hey, Jeff has Jeff has learned a lot. I am a fairly talented singer. I my you are a technically sound singer. My. Yes. Yes, that's I don't think you have all natural talent. You need to learn no, a ton to I make have yourself. No a- natural, I have yeah. no natural talent. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey, 
hey, I have no natural talent. I am tone deaf. Yes. But I have sung for like 12 years yes. in high grade choir. My choir had in college was one of the best ones in the country. We toured Spain and Portugal. We are excellent. Yes. I'm not arguing that. We sang with the Rolling Stones. I have sung on stage with the Rolling Stones. You can sing because you have technically learned how to sing. Yes. I have You're gone Chris? against nature's path. Yes. Chris and I have learned. has the most natural talent out of the three of us. Agreed. Yes. He is I, the least tone deaf out of the three of us. Agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he do- hasn't done anything with that. But he also can throw anyway, up answer, after like four Answer your times. question. What was the question? The question was... um. What is the thing in your life you're not doing that you wish you were? Oh, okay. Uh, well, buying a house is the easy answer because I have enough money in my bank account. No, but you're working on it. I'm that. working on it. But here's you're the thing. I could it. do it. I could do it. Now, you're doing I'm, it. Yeah, all right. So forget that. Um, uh, dating would be the easiest one. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I'm single and I wish I wasn't. I mean, like, I'm not putting any serious effort into meeting people. I downloaded Tinder and Bumble and a hand, handful of other the uh, dating apps. But um, A, I hate those. <laughs> Me too. Um, That's another question I'm here. And and this is not to knock anyone who uses it, because because if it works for you, great. But I am not like superbly attractive as a person. <laughs> I would True. rate. I, hey, hey. You said it. No, but I disagree. But you don't have to agree so emphatically. <laughs> I would I would rate myself like a six point eight out of ten. That's on the. Shut us. up, you harlot. Um, Ouch. Uh, that was mean. Okay, well, we, she called me a generous caveat, No, no, no caveat, her. I was, I was saying Nikki was mean. We all love each other very much. Caveat. Continue. Maybe not. Not always. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, like, it's tough, you know, and, and I put my, my absolute best photograph of me that's ever taken, which was taken at the penthouse of the mayor of Austin, Texas's penthouse. Uh overlooking the Colorado River, which is not the same Colorado River that forms the Grand Canyon, fun fact. It's a different Colorado River, which is a mess. It's so confusing. Um, but anyway, it's a great picture. I'm wearing a suit. I look great. And even then, it's just like only, you know, uh, people who I'm not at all attracted to, not to say, like, not, I'm not making broad statements, but just people I'm not very attracted to seem, seem to be the one who I match with. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, this is not worth it to me because most of our, attra- and I think this is probably true of all three of us, most of our abilities to be attractive and, and, and uh, uh, appealing to other people comes from our personalities, our sense of humor. Excuse me, I'm very attractive. Our intelligence. Let's not be crazy here. Um, uh, I'm told Nikki looks like Mandy Moore, so if that does it for you, go for it. Um, uh, it was mostly I've, when I was younger. But. The top half of my head looks like Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> the bottom half looks like Zachary Quinto. Figure it out. Uh, Chris is a blob. Uh, see, uh, <laughs> You're blobbier than no, 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 no. Chris, Chris looks like if Ryan Reynolds' bottom half of his face... And Jason Statham. And Jason Statham top half of his face. face and if Ryan Reynolds had a beard and Jason Statham looks a little bit, he does. Um, I'm, not, I'm not upset about this no, that's comparison. Good, no, that's I think that's fair. I also think Zachary uh, Quinto and Seth MacFarlane is a pretty it's fair pretty combo pretty for me. We're, we're there. Nick looks like Mandy Moore. I'm not nearly, <laughs> nearly as in shape as either of those people. Right. But anyway, but the, I'll take the, the, full, the full extent of our uh, attraction comes from our personalities, our sense of humor, our intelligence. Uh, Which and listening, with, if you listen to this podcast, you understand a little bit more yes. about that, I imagine. Yes. 
But from a dating app, you're just forced to look at a picture of someone and decide within a split second, hey, do I think this person is attractive or not? And for most of us, all of us, the answer's gonna be no. <laughs> That's not true! I get a lot of responses. You're a woman, that doesn't I'm count. lazy AF and don't care. In any case. Anyway, the, most, any case. the thing I wish I was doing more is drawing and painting. Because that was a very big part of my life when I was mm. younger. And it's something I don't do literally ever. And my art teacher from high school, Mrs. Mitchell, if you're listening... I also had her in high school. Stop. <laughs> Mrs. Mitchell, if you're go to bed. <laughs> but if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't major in art in college. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have money, but... She majored in creative writing. Let's all relax here. <laughs> I double majored in creative writing and graphic design. None of us... Oh, let, sidebar. None of us really majored in anything super profitable. Chris wins with astrophysics. But even that is, like, pretty niche. Yeah. Uh, I majored in history. Nikki majored in creative writing. And uh, graphic design. I double majored in creative writing graphic design. The graphic design is the only real marketable degree out of any yeah. of us. Uh, I I fully recommend... For me... Well, okay. College for us, we're, we're coming from a deeply privileged position because our parents were able to uh, provide for most of it without taking out major amounts of loans. We all had student loans, but nothing... They're all gone now. Yes. All of us have now paid off our student loans, um, which is extremely rare, especially by someone of my age, but even by Chris or Nikki's age. That's, that's pretty unusual. Um... Alright, no one wants to hear about this. Can we go back to the question? Whatever. But yeah, anyway, I wish I drew and painted more because it is something that I used to do a lot. Ew. And Don't throw up. Anyway. I'm the man. Did you rinse it out? Okay. Yes, my, my throat? Alright, let's do another question. Um, oh, I want to pick. Pick a, no, pick a number one through a hundred. No, these are mine. No, but I just I printed these out. 72. Give me. These were in my pocket next to my do, butt. I'm just going to do whatever one Chris picked. What was the last thing you learned that made a big impact on you or an aha moment? That was an poorly read. No, it was great. I'll read it again. Uh, what was the last thing you learned that made a big impact on you or an aha moment? Um, I have an answer to this. Answer it then. Okay. Um, Shortly. So, so in 2020, which is the worst year ever, but also a symptom of previous terrible years... Wait, uh, I have an announcement. Nikki has an announcement. I have fully drank an entire bottle of wine. Nikki's doing great. I Look have drank. It. It's empty. I can confirm <laughs> emphatically that Nikki has consumed relatively quickly. We started drinking it. It's 5.40 p.m. now. We started drinking it like 3.30, I think. Maybe 4. 3.30, 4. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, I'm like... A third of the way through a bottle of whiskey. Chris already threw up, so we're all there. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so... Still the maintain. It's a gag reflex, and also I've had a bowl we... of cereal to eat today. How long so. have we been recording? 52 minutes and 35 seconds. Oh, God, we got to stop soon. No, we're going to keep going. Um, it's going to be a long episode. It's fine. Uh, so I'm going to edit this. It's so long. It's Nikki, the last Nikki, episode. Nikki, I'm an actual YouTuber. You know how much editing goes into my video? It takes me four hours to edit them. And you have two followers. I have 50! 
52 subscribers. It's also it's the last episode. It's the last episode. They want the the viewers of want this the season. Content. By the way, we haven't talked about this yet. This is gonna be the season finale. We're gonna come back in 2021, hopefully, with Joe Biden and uh, and. We're also gonna come back with a YouTube channel. We're gonna have video episodes. OBR, that was news to me. Yeah, that's also okay. news to me. But we're gonna we're gonna that. start recording video when we record our podcast, so we can also have a YouTube channel. Okay, that means you all have to record video because, because we'll get. I'll die. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get way more subscribers that way. Right. And we care about subscribers. We want to make money. We don't really care about that. We very much enjoy this. I would just like to say that this has been a highlight of my 2020 is being able to do this with my brothers and have an excuse. This was in the top 50 of my top <laughs> and I, was like, I honestly forgot this happened in most weeks. That's and not true. I don't know. No, it's not true. That's top 10. Top 10. No, this, this, is, has been, this has been fun. This has been extremely fun. I highly recommend if you have siblings who you are close to or not close to and want to get close to, like, this has been awesome. We have a lot of ridiculous stories. Maybe people care. Maybe they don't. But we have a lot of fun talking they about don't. them. <laughs> they don't care. That's true. And I have a lot of fun just, like, having an excuse once a week to sit down for an hour with my brothers and just talk to them about whatever. And, like, honestly, a lot of the conversations are, like, pretty serious. And yeah. that's cool. And I love hearing their opinion because it... <laughs> it makes me a better person. Thank you. <laughs> Trying to have a moment here. This is what I deal with. <laughs> anyway, Honestly, Nikki, Nikki's right. <coughs> plus, plus one to anything she said. Anyway, uh, what was the last thing I learned that made big, big? What was the last thing I learned that made a big impact on me? Oh yeah, that's um, the question. I got in 2020, which I was talking about before, Nikki was gonna edit this all together in a way that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> John Krasinski, Chris, I will oh. murder you with a knife, Chris. Uh, John, John Krasinski made a, a show called Some Good News, which mm -hmm. went for like 10 episodes. Oh, it was great. please watch it. It's so good. It's quality. Everyone's seen it. It's got like 3,000 million hundred views uh, on YouTube. Um, you know, was, I know how math works. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, God. But in one of the episodes, he had the valedictorians of a number of graduating classes from that year, including um, the, the valedictorian of uh, University of Texas at Austin, which was a... Con uh, college, which though I did not go to, I am closely associated with. My former boss and many of my former colleagues <laughs> went there when I lived in Austin. Um, and uh, the valedictorian uh, got the opportunity to talk to John Stewart. And John Stewart said a quote that I wrote down and I have on a, a post-it next to my desk that I look at every day. And it said, I am the captain of my own ship and I will write my own story. And this past couple of years... Uh, has been especially rough for me. Not because of... I mean, especially because of 2020 and all the nonsense that that has brought. 2020? Yep. Um, you suck! <laughs> yep. But also, in the middle of 2019, I lost my job. I lost my long-term relationship. Um, I was forced to move back in with my parents because I didn't have any other job. I spent about eight months applying for other jobs in my field of interest, which is politics. Got absolutely nowhere, despite expending a great deal of time and money uh, applying for things. Um, and I'm pretty qualified, and just couldn't get anywhere. Um, thoroughly unqualified. Thoroughly unqualified. Nailed it. Except I'm actually pretty qualified in that job field. Thoroughly if anyone's qualified. hiring Thoroughly enough. too qualified. Yep. Uh, and so I was left with the option of either being unemployed forever or working for my dad selling cabinets. 
Um, and at the time, that seemed like a terrible, terrible option. Um, but in March, which pretty much right when uh, COVID hit in, in any real force, um, I said, okay, let's let's start that. And so I started working for my dad, and it has actually been a, a primarily joyous experience. I've had some terrible customers and some mediocre experiences, but in it, I can't pretend it's the job that I've longed to do and the job that I'm passionate about. But I make better money than I do in than I did in politics. I made more in the month of July than I made in my entire uh, six months of campaigning for for my previous boss. Um, and uh, uh, should I stop talking now? No, keep going. No, you're looking at me like I should stop it was, talking. It was no, my Chris fault. was kicking the cushion that was under my leg. Stop it, it Chris! My you leg. Bastard. It was in the way of my leg. And anyway, um, the the words that John Stewart said, which were again. I'm the captain of my own ship, and I will write my own story. It's important. A job is not going to define who I am. The career is not going to define who I am. But who I am as a person... So old. Nikki is drunk. Uh, uh, who I am as a person and, and what I do as a person, that is what's going to define my life. Um, and that's what's important to me. So thank you, John Stewart, and thank you for the valedictorian of the class of 2019 of, of University of Texas at Austin. I don't remember your name. I think it was Ben... Maybe, um, but uh, might not be anything like that. I don't know. But either way, I think that was that was one of the most important things that I. Uh, yeah. Uh, Just gonna let you say I don't have a very good answer for this. All I did this year was play golf. <laughs> Had you gotten better at golf? Yes. Yay! I would say similarly, this past year and a half has been easily well, maybe the second worst of my life. So. For those of you who don't know, and for those of you who haven't been listening, I tore my ACL in July of 2019. ACL stands for anterior curricular ligament. That's <laughs> not true. That's not. Anterior Anterior cruciate ligament. Yeah, I was mostly right. It's a ligament in my knee, and basically it sucks. Um, I am an avid Ultimate Frisbee player. I have been for the past five years. Um, I played kind of pickup off and on before that, but Ultimate has been a very big part of my life. It's a very Ultimate Frisbee for those Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. It's been kind of like how I've I've made all my relationships and friendships for the past I ran out of my wine. Um, But anyway, it's been been how I've made all my, like, friendships (laughs) for the past five years. I'll drink that if you don't want it. Did you throw up in that cup? No, No, he didn't. Okay. What made me he was, he was very contained. Chris, I gotta say, even though he's a little whiny baby oh. boy and threw up first, he, he was very contained, threw up in a wastebasket. I know how to throw up. <laughs> I don't throw up often. I watched it happen and I was like, oh no. Anyway, this year has sucked. So I had I tore my ACL. I had my first ACL. Ten years. I'm talking. No, you're having this conversation. Nikki's right. Men should not interrupt women. Nobody should interrupt anyone, but men especially should not interrupt women because they've been interrupted for too long. Nikki, please continue. Okay. Unless you're Nikki. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. I had my first ACL, ACL surgery in September 2019, and I knew kind of like from that I would probably be out for a year. Little did I know what was about to happen. February 2020, I had to have another surgery because I developed what was called a... Um, <laughs> she doesn't know what it's called. <laughs> Let's go. 
scar tissue. She a, got cy- a cyclops lesion, yeah. which is essentially a giant ball of scar tissue one eye. that formed in the one eye. Oh, one eye. Cyclops lesion. It happens in about three to four percent of ACL tears. You develop this like chunk of scar tissue essentially in the middle of your knee. So I had to have a second surgery to remove that. So I had that at the end of February 2020. A couple weeks later, COVID hit. A couple weeks End later, story. I crashed my car. Totaled it. It was she totaled. had to borrow my car, and I love my car. His name is Lewis, and he's a good boy. I actually kind of hate Lewis. I crashed my car on the way to it's a not third. A good car, but it's on the a way, boy. on the way, I crashed my car on the way to a third date with someone who I genuinely was interested in for the first time in Stop touching my many foot. years. I don't mean to. It's just in the way. <laughs> So this third date has to come. This third date has to come pick me up from the scene of a car accident, and then we went and saw um, what's that Pixar movie with the two brothers? Onward, onward. I haven't seen that. We went. It was good, but we went and saw that. We break up shortly after. Break up is in quotations because it was our third date. Stop seeing each other. Stop seeing each other because COVID hits. COVID hits. I move home for three months. This is the first time I've lived at home since before college. Okay. And then, since then, everything's been fine. But that was pretty shitty. Oh, no, also, (laughs) I went home after living at home for three months. I went home to Boston, and my apartment was fucking flooded. It's true. Like, literally flooded. A pipe in my bathroom had burst. My apartment was flooded. I had to move home. I had to go back to my parents' house for another week and a half while they fixed it. Sixteen. Now I live in a different apartment on the third floor because that was a shitty apartment. But anyway, (laughs) what was the question? (laughs) Something about beating advice or something. This year has been so bad. (laughs) And it's getting better. It's it's what what statement or whatever lately has made an impact on you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So, what I have set as my phone background for the past year is don't stop until you're proud. Don't stop believing. No. Hold on, unless you're a proud boy. Unless you're a proud boy, in which case, stop. Yes. Well, don't stop until you're proud. And that, I have worked very hard at getting my knee better. I've worked really hard at getting a new car, finding a new place to live, uh, making sure that everything I'm doing is contributing to making me a better person. And that's that. Yeah, we're going to skip that. Let's talk about something else. All right, another question. Where is your favorite travel get away? (laughs) Get away. Get away. Um, anywhere with a beach. I love the beach. I love the ocean. I love listening to the ocean. I love laying on the beach. I love getting a tan. I love doing zero things. My favorite place I've ever traveled is the island country of Malta, or archipelago, arch, archipelago country of Malta. Shut up! I'm an American. I will not be spoken to in this way. That's the problem. This episode is so long. This episode is sponsored by me, because I'm recording it on my laptop. The uh, the the island country of Malta is my is my favorite travel destination. I've traveled. I'm a pretty worldly person. I've traveled to like a number of countries. Our last question. No, No, it can't be because my answer is terrible. We'll do one more. One more. 
Oh, okay, we'll answer this one quickly then. Uh, Malta's great. It's full of people. They speak English for the most part, except the only old people who spoke spoke Maltese. And Maltese is a nonsense language made of nonsense. Um, but it's full of like ancient ruins and also great beaches, and it smells nice for the most part. Uh, you can also go to the island of Gozo, which is part of Malta, and you can okay. just go in a place called Gozo, which is Chris, great. answer your answer. I have basically no answer because I barely traveled anywhere. All right, pick another question. Uh, What's your favorite place then? No, 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 shut up. Mm. Uh, no, I want to listen to Chris's okay. Fenway Park. Fenway Park. That is also one of my favorite places. Okay, last question. Make it a good one. What are you better at than 90% of the population? Baseball. Being an intelligent human being. No, that doesn't count because you're only as good as that as the top 10% of the population. That doesn't count. Um, golf. <laughs> still, probably, still, still probably true. Maybe for me, yeah. Um, uh, maybe not ninety percent. Eighty percent, maybe. Baseball as a pitcher, if my shoulder was healthy. I would say emotional understanding. Oh no, not me. <laughs> not me. Better than fifty percent, probably. I don't know if I'd put myself in the top ten percent. I'm there. In the, probably the, the bottom 30%. I think I'm in the top 10% of that, of that, but it also hurts You're me right. because right. I get a very quick reading of people, and it also turns me off of, from a lot of people. So between friendships and relationships, I'm immediately just, like, ruling out a very large quantity of people. It's because men are assholes. I mean, that's also true. I'm not going to argue that statement. Here's the thing. I'm not anti-men, but I am. Because, because men need to be better. We're, we, we've grown up in a situation where men are superior in all situations, no matter what. But men are often assholes, and they should stop doing that. Because yeah, yeah, women are not... It's true. Well, women are often assholes, too. But everyone is assholes, equally. Everyone's a little bit asshole. That's In any case... Most people are assholes. In any case... Men need to stop acting like they can just do whatever the hell they want all the time forever because it's terrible. And as a man who wants to be, like, a good person, stop it. Because <laughs> you're making us all look like idiots. And, like, every time I date someone, I have to be like, hey, I promise I'm not a dick. And they're just like, I don't believe you. And I'm like, I can't really blame you for that because of experience. Yeah. I'm very grateful to have brothers who realize this. And I encourage all the ladies out there to date them because they actually are good people. Hey, ladies, how you doing? <laughs> I'm 24 and live with my I, parents. I never, I never assumed that might be like, ah, oh, yes, my older sister will encourage you to date me. Because that's a. Well, it depends who you are. What was but the if, you're, if, if you're a good person, yes, please date my brother. We're 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 okay. We're half decent people. I can vouch for Chris and for Nikki, for that matter. I like yes. I, I don't I, have I, any thirty-year-old male friends, but if you are out there, date Nikki. Unless she's te unless you're terrible, in which case, please don't. And also, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> I don't want terrible fans. I want only good people to listen to this. Speaking of which, if you are still listening, in which case, I am very sorry. <laughs> I feel like that, that is the, the general consensus. I have to pee so bad. I'll do the closing. No, so, um, I already threw up, so it's like, how much worse can this get? This has been the Drunkisode finale of Thoroughly Unqualified Season 1. If you are still listening, thank you. Also, why? Also, what was the question? Thank you. 
if you want us to, if you want us to talk about anything in particular that you might have going on in your life, random nonsense. Hey, I'm better at trivia than ninety percent of the population. Stop. He was on Jeopardy. It's true. It's true. He was. But anyway, we'll talk about it at a different time. If you want us to answer anything in particular, if you have a question, if you want us to talk about something, just shoot us an email. The email address is thoroughlyunqualified at gmail.com. It's very simple. Shoot us an email. We will answer it. We will talk about it. You can remain anonymous if you want. That's totally cool. We understand. We're freaking weird and you don't want your name associated with us. I don't want my name associated with us. I'm here. Our name is... Only our first names have been associated with this podcast so far. So I mean anyone. You might be able to figure out who we are, but that's fine. Um, I don't anyway. like the way that microphone was looking at us. <laughs> Thank you all for sticking with us throughout season one. We appreciate it. We've had a lot of fun making this. Virus shape. We've had a ton of fun. Movies. Even though these two it's are talking that. behind me and it makes zero sense. We really appreciate it. Hey, I think it makes sense. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of fun. Um, this has been great for us if it was not great for anyone Except else. Except for that one moment. We hope that it has been helpful slash entertaining to anyone else out there. We appreciate you listening and we hope you will come back in season two starting at some point in January 2021. Maybe February. We don't know. Maybe February. TBD. We'll figure it out. I've not been to the future. <laughs> But at some point, we'll start recording again. We're just going to take a little bit of a break. And we love you all. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. That was Chris as a teapot. <laughs> <laughs>